Lime, duh. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Human Soundboard. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians are dissected listening to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling. Black, a.k.a. Dunsky, Black Amora, a.k.a. Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Wrestling. Again, the modern day goof and spoof. Raja coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, we. Gabba, gabba, we. We, gabba, gabba, we. Gabba, gabba, we. This girl, she's mine. Oh, she's fine. I'm not changing my lifestyle. I'm playing <laughs> with women every day of my life. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, we caliente wrestling reactions. And before we get into all the spice that is twice as nice, because it is SummerSlam Go Home Weekend, I want to let everyone know our audio quality this week's not going to be up to par because I'm on vacay, Daddy. And you know how you know that I'm on vacation. I'm in Sedona. Uh, I'm going to crack not a LaCroix. I'm going to crack fucking White Claw. No, no. <laughs> hey, no. Hey, hey, cheers. Hey, cheers up. Hang on. I feel like I should get an alcoholic beverage, too. <laughs> go, go grab one. Go grab one. Um, yeah. yeah. We are here in the SummerSlam Go Home. So, so no, but honestly, I'm, I'm recording on the road, so uh, we don't have our full setup here. Uh, but if you if you want the sound to get back to normal on this pod, which it will next week, go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling, support this podcast. We are more grassroots than ever. We are um, riding through the desert on a horse with no name. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it felt good to get out of the rain. But uh, you can go over there and get access to our bonus episodes. We're not hand- looking for handouts here. And our bonus episodes, uh, we have the Cal Movie Club where we watch a movie with a pro wrestler in it. And this week, we took off for my vacay, but we're not taking off the cow pod. Uh, but Aaron, what movie can they hear us talk about next week? Oh, next week, we're going to be discussing the 2019 classic Changeland, directed by and starring Seth Green and Randall Keith Orton. Wow. Available on Hulu for streamies. Seth Green. I'm excited to see his directing chops. Also, Brecken Meyer. Wait. That, that movie choice really came out of nowhere. Can I make a plug for a previous episode of the movie dissection for yes. Magic Mike 2 oh, I re, yeah. or Magic Mike XXL? I recently rewatched it. It is better than I remember. I would give wow. it 10 moves if I could. Uh, it's a great episode, too, of our podcast where we dissect it. Um, I would even be down to revisit it and do another episode. Um, if we can get Joe Manganiello on the podcast. It, I mean, God yeah, willing. Well, it is, can I be I said cranking this, it in I, studio? I mean, come on. <laughs> I, said this, I said this on that episode, and it was even more clear watching it again. 
all if you just replaced strippers with wrestlers, it yeah. is one hundred percent a movie. Is a wrestling movie. These are guys making towns, making money, raising money for a bigger show. It is literally a wrestling movie. They just replaced. They did. I'm gonna make Magic Mike WXXL because it's just yeah. it's it's a one to one analog. Well, you only have to replace like five out of six of the crew members to get there. So that's it. Yeah. Much for the Cheetos and water. You got um, Angel yeah. Garza. Who would you, you cast? Drew Angel, right? Yeah. I mean, it's Kevin Nash as Diesel. I put Kevin Nash as Diesel in it. Right. Gotta uh, have like a uh, dual role. Lee. If Kevin Nash is in Magic Mike XX, what's it? What are you calling it? WXL. 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 You have if Kevin Nash is in it and his twin is Diesel, and they do a twin dance. Um, oh wow boom mirror just yeah like at the end. that's great but check that out check out the magic mike xxl bonus episode of cow we got that great uh uh that's a, that's a great episode also me and tulo we do a bonus a uh, uh, uh what what flavor new uh Golden Newman just the cola. mango duh wow, wow. That delightful. so everyone that's has great. an uh uh except aaron has an alcoholic beverage i don't drink yeah. i'm drinking a pastique Lacroix. Okay, but um, take, take a hit of a vape or something just so we're okay. all together. <laughs> okay, beautiful. Yeah. All right, you jewel. I don't up. know if you could tell. I don't know if you could tell because of my face, but I started drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, uh, also me and Tulo, we do AEW NXT centric bonus episodes every week. This week, uh, we're gonna move that episode because uh, Dynamite is on Saturday uh, now. Tulo, when is? Yeah. What is the schedule for that? If people are confused, this is this is getting nuts this week. So we have yeah, we have Dynamite Saturday before Takeover Saturday. Right. They actually, I think they bleed into each other. I think it's Dynamite for, at six, and then the second hour, uh, and then Takeover starts at seven. So, uh, are we doing it right after on Saturday? Uh, I feel like we should wait till I'm back in town. I think let's release oh, yeah. it. Yeah, when you're back. Um, let's try to release it on Monday. Let's do that. Okay. So people have a Monday episode and then they'll get the Cal movie club later. And then they'll get the damn black attack podcast. RGN, the regular guy news will be returning next uh, Tuesday. I believe many would say, mm-hmm. uh, that's what yeah, the rumblings so are. That's what the Royal rumblings are. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> man, I love my soundboard. I miss it when I'm not, uh, when I don't have it, but okay. So, uh, that's Yeah. So you can watch Sammy how, and, Guevara. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm saying Tulo, the dynamite is on saturdays for how long is it just this week um hold on i'm gonna go dark for a second okay let's let's get you, that yeah. out there because i feel like i'm confused so i would like to clarify that because I, right I saw okay, a commercial so- for dynamite and it said saturday night dynamite i was like why cha- why even call it that don't change the name of it in the commercial just say di- yeah now would it would have been a good on time Saturday for one this of that. Yeah, or it would have been a good time for them to use one of those fu- like funny theme fucking th- like they should have did tag team appreciation night on Saturday, you know, like but whatever. Um, yeah, don't call it dynamite, so when- call it fighter fest or some shit. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Wednesday eight nineteen episode will air on Saturday eight twenty two at six PM Eastern time. Right. Uh they aired uh, All Out Part 1 yesterday on uh, instead of Dynamite. 
Then the Wednesday 826 episode will air on Thursday 827 at 8 p.m. Oh, okay. Then And then on that Wednesday, they're going to do part two of uh, All Out. And then the Wednesday 916, there will be a, one, a special one-hour dynamite immediately following the NBA playoffs. Rumor is no women are going to be on that uh, on that one hour. And then Wednesday 916 episode will air Thursday 917. So I think it's just this Saturday, unless they changed it. Who Wait, knows? so All Out is not a pay-per-view? No, they're it showing is. They're last year. part year's. one, part two of last year's. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Got it, got it, got it. Cool, cool, cool. All right, sounds good. All right, so anyway, we're going into, uh, by the way, in the house, as all, we've been talking to them already, but let me give the people the proper introduction. Uh, he's here. He is a nasty, nasty boy. Nasty Newman in the house. Welcome to How Bad a City, bitch. Uh, <laughs> as always, the first lady, Erin Finnerty. What up? <laughs> and from bonus land but here on the main feed he is the holder of the cow money in the bank briefcase uh the super mark nick Tula. that is correct uh, alexa what time is it That went well. The time is 3.24 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy, Tiptoe Atula. Totally worth wow, it. Wow, we, we checked that for a while. That just it didn't, didn't deliver. Uh, all right, so anyway, this is SummerSlam <laughs> week. Did anyone else feel – did anyone else – the fact that they said SummerSlam was this Sunday when you were watching Raw, like, did, did that catch anybody off guard? I, I, I was like, oh, shit, it's SummerSlam already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely feels like everything's – like meaningless time right. timeline right. wise, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I can't like Time's the summer like, like a flat fucking crazy. Right yeah, yeah. Many especially would when you're circle. doing uh, peyote and Sedona. You know, I mean, when you're when you're dancing with wolves well, out there in Sedona, it's part of time his is responsible campaign, his responsible <laughs> right. championship campaign. So it's well, I'm currently that is true. I'm currently in Sedona. I'm in a vortex, um, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's what you want to go. Newman could explain what an energy vortex is. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I'll say this. On my drive into Sedona, I drove through a hailstorm, which was fucking insane. Scary. It was yeah. the craziest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. How big I was the not- hail? Like- <laughs> they were probably like a size of like a dime, so not like huge, but okay. people have I've seen, seen like that ones before. And we drove through it. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is – Jamie, should we drive through this? I don't know. She's like taking pictures. Look at this. We drive into it. Zero <laughs> visibility. Uh, I'm like, oh my god, this is this is probably destroying my car, right? Like, uh, uh, I couldn't see anything. We pulled over to the side of the road. I took a yoga mat that we had in the back, put it against the glass. I was like, if the glass yeah. is gonna shatter, uh, Dennis, I know he's having flashbacks from the uh, from the, uh, uh, the from the acid. <laughs> so we got to that then like right after i got into sedona and i was like wow well you have to really uh go through uh, uh something to, to get in here but yeah i am here and then all of a sudden it's summertime weekend but i hear here's just what i want to get into well actually newman i want to ask you what is an energy vortex i think this is pretty interesting i mean i i guess it depends on uh, it depends on what kind of vortex I mean, you're talking about right you're talking about like a toroidal vortice, right? Where it's like mm. like a four-dimensional 
um, shape where the energy is actually, it's like a smoke ring, right? Like where the energy is replenishing and uh, uh, yes. sort of like pushing itself out yes. in this like four dimensional ring or uh-huh. like, are we talking more like a, uh, just like a classic kind of like black hole style vortex? I guess maybe- I thought I need Sedona more is a vortex. But anyway, I'm saying that- it's so, like, so, I mean, to explain the hail, I think it's just that, so it's near Flagstaff, right? Yeah. Sedona. So Flagstaff yeah. is a is like a ski town. Right. Um, and you're apparently the same kind of dummy that I am because yeah. when I went to Flagstaff, it was <laughs> snowing and I was like, what the fuck? It's Arizona. And I was like, oh, wait. I'm like, just because it's just because on a map, it's all within this border doesn't mean it's all fucking desert. Like, there could be I different thought. climates. <laughs> I thought Arizona was, was one flat alone. desert. And all of a sudden, I'm getting hit with fucking, I'm getting hit with Arctic uh, weather. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Right. Right. Anyway, many, all right. Many different zones of climate in that state. And then so we went to go climb this rock, beautiful, like this red – Sedona is gorgeous. I recommend going if you haven't been. It's like all red rocks. I'm going to climb it. All of a sudden, this guy's like – I see some hippie guy, and he's like, hey, you guys here for the ecstatic dancing? And I was like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, oh, you right didn't there. know? <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, these guys have like uh, – you climb up the mountain a little bit, all of a sudden, there's just a bunch of hippies. They found this flat circle plateau, and they're just – dancing up a storm and i was like man these people are having a level of fun that i'm incapable of as, as a human being <laughs> just that they were so fucking satisfied just dancing and drinking in the uh uh, uh the earth yeah and anyway mm-hmm. then i just kept then it i sounds kept like walking. a nightmare yeah i kept walking yeah. so you were in the, uh, so technically well, smelled, you were in the spiritual bad, but, thunderdome absolutely Maybe an energy so, vortex is the thunderdome yeah, so let's talk Maybe about it. how is this related to wrestling? Tula, you're gonna be back, which is crazy because it is SummerSlam weekend, right? Uh, a week, and I think all of the news is out of the ring, <laughs> kind of this week. Uh, not all of it, but I'm saying the major items. And I think I'm gonna throw it right over yeah. to what I think is the craziest story in wrestling, among other stories right now. I'm gonna throw this over to uh, uh, Aaron. Has a special report for us on some uh, what I would call uh, wrestling true crime, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Your wrestling true crime correspondent, me. Um, Okay, so many, many, many of you have heard this story already, but just to recap for the podcast, on Sunday, a South Carolina man was arrested after he drove from South Carolina to Florida to the home of Sonia DeVille. And he parked his car at a nearby church and walked to her home cut a hole in the screen door to her patio and hid there for a few hours. Um, he, so he was apprehended. He had on him pepper spray, plastic zip ties, duct tape, and a knife. Um, this individual, Philip A. Thomas II, 24-year-old man, had been planning this for about eight months, and he stalked her online for years. So there was a link on our Facebook page someone posted, and quotes have been pulled like if you look at his twitter it's all sonia deville content retweets like and some creepy messages to her so he hid out in her porch and waited for her to go to sleep and about 3 a.m he entered the home and set off her security alarm so um more details came out about this the following day when she filed a petition with the court to keep him in jail 
And so what happened was he entered and the alarm went off. She came downstairs and came within four feet of this guy. And he had his knife and pepper spray out. And she was like, who are you? What are you doing here? And then she ran and got the guest who was staying with her, who was later revealed to be Mandy Rose, and said, there's a man in the house. We have to get out of here. So they get in her car and leave. And they pull up the security footage on her phone and they see that he made a mistake and thought that they ran upstairs, but really they left the house. So that really saved them from making contact with this guy. So the really scary thing is that um, she went into her, after this all went down, the police came and apprehended this guy in her home. So he's in jail. But after the fact, she went into her social media and looked at her Instagram message requests. So like she probably has like thousands of them there from like randos who message her. And she searched his name and found like hundreds of messages he had sent her, like a lot of suicidal stuff, um, a lot oh, of like shit. idolizing stuff and uh, dick someone pics. You idolize. Someone you idolize, <laughs> someone you look up to. He sent her dick pics. And Ooh. the last message that he sent read, look outside, baby, by your pool. I'm here. I'm going to kill that little bitch you have inside with you. And that was sent from while he was waiting for her to fall asleep. So Wait, did, did he mean like her girlfriend or Mandy? He meant Mandy, Mandy Rose because he sent this while he was waiting for them to fall asleep. And um, Mandy Holy was staying shit. with them. Yeah. It's like and, the fucking, it's like the script from Scream. So, whoa, what flavor, what flavor is that? You is got that? an, oh, you got a okay. lime, lime cry. A I lime dub break during <laughs> true crime. I mean, sometimes you need to take a sip. Okay, so, yeah, I, we, um, after you, the fact, you were talking about Mandy <laughs> Rose and then I got thirsty, a little parched. So, he is in jail, oh, and man. I think that, that he deserved the sound that, drop, right? A shame. A shame. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, they're, they're, they're safe. By the way, they're safe. Someone they're ring, safe. The, ring, ring the bell. Ring the bell. Okay, that so. the shame. I'm on BK. I'm letting it fly. His plan was to hold Mandy hostage, uh, hold Sonia Deville hostage, cause her to miss SummerSlam, and um, was not going to let her, he was going to use the pepper spray to, um, disorient her, duct tape her limbs and then hold her hostage, caused her to miss SummerSlam and said he wasn't going to let her go until she answered all of his questions. And, um, yeah, so really, really scary. Everyone is fine. He is in jail. The petition was filed by Sonia with the court and he's being kept in prison. And I think she also got like an injunction or something to against stalkers. So, um, she's safe, but super scary story. Uh, any public figure is like, uh, but for her, I think that the biggest travesty of this is the horrendous break in kayfabe that this guy caused. Of the fact that Mandy yeah. and Sonia uh, <laughs> share right. the same like condo, having a slumber party. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's something that like people are talking about. Like you know, your mind will always go there as a wrestling fan. It's like, how is Vince gonna use this, right? Like, <laughs> right? More, Why were they? Like, to, yeah. Listen, they have a they have a, a hair versus hair match at SummerSlam. Like, someone's getting a buzz cut here. I well, mean, they're. 
I mean, at first, the, the first reports were just saying it was a guest in her home, so it didn't reveal it. But after the petition yeah. was filed with the court to keep him in jail, that was when it was revealed that, like, Amanda Sacamano was the other individual right. um, who was in the house with her. I, I'm just thinking of the emotions that are going through when you're standing across from, like, your best friend after just going through that, to have to now get well, all that that's, behind you. That's traumatic. Yeah. That's terrible. For millions of people, like, you know, there's not going to be people there, but at least, thank God, because they probably, if they would have went out there, you know what? Damn, man. This is the kind of moments where live crowds are awesome, and it would have fucking, they probably, people would have probably been going crazy for them if they rolled out in Boston at SummerSlam, man. Really scary. You mean, like, to be like, we're, like, so glad that you're okay? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. lifting their spirits. The pops would have been like so important for them, and like, but also at the yeah. same time, it's nice that they get to go out there and not in front of a crowd too, and have to. Yeah. I mean, it's still going to be live. The virtual crowd, so the this dump. is yeah. the the least important aspect of this. But I bet you, you know, having gone through something like that, uh, this match between them is going to be Fucking better sick. than it. Yes. Yeah, better than you expect. Yeah, I mean, I'm like least least important, but yeah, well, it's I, a bonding I can see the emotion experience just, yeah. for sure. Exactly, just like the, when like Becky and Charlotte, like best friends, would wrestle, like they've like now gone through something super traumatic together, bound so by trauma. See how it I plays think, out. Yeah, Tulo, were you saying you wanted this guy to do an interrupt? I feel like that's where you were going. You wanted to. <laughs> you want <laughs> to fill up. No, 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 you're like, saying, you're like, what's going through Vince's mind? No, I, thought, uh, I honestly, yeah. I honestly thought that's where you were going. You were going like, how is Vince going to do this? No. You think he's Not like, like the there's the guy. guy. This oh, is the guy. Like the Poland Spring guy at Count Mania 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 not like that, okay? No, not like no, that. No, obviously, this is awesome. Uh, no. that By the way, I, I want to say something on record. I, I, I think that Mandy, this guy had pepper spray and a knife. Mandy and Sonya are going to beat the shit out of this guy, I think, together. Oh, they would have killed him, right? the two of them, yeah. Well, that's probably why he had the knew he needed the pepper spray to right. disorient these women. But you know what the, cra- you know what the crazy ass. part is, too, is that she's like an openly gay woman. Like, well, she's... She wants yes. nothing to do with you at well, all. Like, one of his Twitter messages <laughs> that he posted said, like, it was like at Sonia Deville. It oh, said God, like, please tree. just respond to me and tell me if I have a chance with you or not, so I can just basically kill myself. And it's like, guy, oh, this guy's a sick guy. This sick guy's guy. clearly mentally ill. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that worked out though. At least they got away, and uh, he was uh, uh, not successful. But speaking of yeah. success, I think we got to move on and talk about the other thing. That it's not outside of the ring, but it's not something I'd expect we talk about. I think we talk about feuds, but. WWE is revamping the entire COVID-19 experience, almost doing exactly what I said. I was like, why not rent another cooler place? Um, They're introducing this week. uh, They're introducing, starting on Friday for SmackDown, which I don't know why I don't just wait till SummerSlam and unveil it. It's better. It's smart. It's smart, though. But but they should show it on SmackDown. But they're unleashing – not uh it's literally called the thunderdome uh and they're sinking millions and millions of dollars into the amway center in orlando and they're turning it into this whole virtual huge experience i have the official uh release from what WWE says uh it's going to feature state-of-the-art set video boards pyrotechnics lasers cutting edge graphics and drone cameras will take WB fans oh. viewing experience to an unprecedented level um 
It's going to be insane. <laughs> I, 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 here's the deal. Just from hearing what I'm talking about, I heard a, a quote from Kevin Dunn. I don't even need to read it, but he said, the structure will yeah. enable us to deliver an immersive atmosphere and gen- generate more excitement amongst the millions of fans watching our programming around the world. Um, they're going to bring fans around live video. on. Ma- they're going to, you know, basically zoom in fans on LED, massive LED boards. Um, and they brought in this technology company to do it. Uh, so they're, they're taking this shit seriously. They're doing a full-on residency at the Amway Center, and it's going to be a whole interactive thing. I, I think this is a major win and a much, 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 much needed change for what we've been watching with that fucking fan. I never want to see that fan again. <laughs> the, um, yeah. You just said it last week on the pod, though, Dan, too. It was like the biggest problem was that – they all look the same. You know, we've been saying it for nonstop. We didn't yeah. – obviously, they, this isn't something that they just thought of overnight. They've probably been thinking of this from the second it's all been going down and how they're going to do it. I mean, it's so crucial because even if – this is like the future. Like, this shit might be like this for another year. People might not be going – like, AEW is advertising having fans next, uh, you know, on the 22nd or whatever it is. That's that shit's gonna go on the shitter real quick. And if WWE finds a way where they can get people to pay money to do stuff and and supplement some of the the costs and stuff, this is gonna be massive. And not just that, it's gonna make NXT unique again too, which gets back to its its special. Like I have, well, I yeah, NXT a little bit of money in the PC out. is cool. Like it's cooler yeah. that NXT yeah. is smaller, but not with the. It's just what this is what the whole WWE product is. But yeah. uh, I do think this Thunderdome sounds extremely uh, exciting. I happened to see a little bit of the NBA. Uh, obviously, don't know who was playing or what the game was, but I saw a little bit of what they're doing. And they're doing a similar thing where they have, like, right behind the uh, the dugouts, the bench. Uh, the dugout, you, yeah. The, right behind the dugouts, each play, team's dugout, the Orlando Magic dugout. Um, mm-hmm. they, have scre- they have fans. Uh, like yes. virtually watching the game. Uh, yeah. It looks pretty cool. I mean, it is truly right out of like uh, a sci-fi film, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think this is going to be gonna awesome. Be another, another quote I read from Kevin Dunn that we didn't, that I don't have it here, but I read it in somewhere else was, he was like, it's going to be like when the fiend enters, it's going to be like a mm-hmm. experience. Uh, mm-hmm. Like when Drew McIntyre <laughs> enters, it's going to be like a full on, the whole arena is going to be like, the Drew McIntyre experience. Who, uh, who are you looking forward to most? That. Fiend. Who, like, right? What wrestler? Fiend. Uh, yeah. Mine is, uh, oh shit, I just blinked out. Uh, I'm an idiot. Oh, mm. uh, okay, keep going. I don't know. Randy I just blinked Orton. out for a second. Well, yours is Dominic, right? No. Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big Dominic, Mark, right? Uh, you I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, 2 0. You want to tell them what you told me off? off camera you told me that you, you want to make dominic mysterio well, one of your guys you said you wanted to officially no, do that <laughs> i didn't say that what i said was the thing i'm looking forward to most SummerSlam weekend is what is dominic gonna wear out to SummerSlam? like what's his gear gonna be what's i mean because we got a little taste of his entrance music which was pretty cool i thought yeah it was you know, spicy. i thought bad. it was pretty spicy uh newman um, how would you dress how do you want to see dominic mysterio dressed to come to the ring on uh well there's there's how i want him to dress and how i think he's gonna dress Uh, i'll take both i'll take both 
Are we flying <laughs> McMahon's razor to this? <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be what I want is going to be like, like his dad, right? So like, uh, yeah. we're like Lucha, Lucha gear, right? Uh, what's going to happen is he's going to wrestle in jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> what you want is you want him Maybe to Maybe cut off, off sleeves. And you want Ray Dominic, to run in and Dominic put the mask on him, right? Yeah, I want some sort of mask. I want something, some cool version of the Mysterio mask uh, to keep the Lucha tradition. Um, and maybe we don't, maybe it's like, I don't know that I've ever seen this, where it's like somebody starts unmasked and then they go masked and now he wears a mask right. now. I think that would be really cool. Uh, but I think he's going to be in jeans and an Affliction t-shirt. Sure. I think, uh, <laughs> I, 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 think uh, that's, I actually think what you said is the dopest way to do it because you already yeah. had on Raw, you said, Ray said, Dominic said, I want to do this on my own. Ray was like, I'm going to be ringside. And he's like, I don't want you there. But if Ray shows up and he gives him the mask, slips in the mask, he puts it on, all of a sudden he can 619. He didn't know how to do right. it before. Yeah. But the mask gave him the powers to 619. But the yeah. thing is, I think that's Dominic what I think wears the mask. He can't. If he wears the mask, it's tough to see him taking out, you know? Right. Well, yeah, I think I think the way to do it is Ray takes the mask off and unmasks on at SummerSlam and says, wow. carry the tradition on. And he takes it and straps it on with the eye with the one eye patch. Yeah, his like, eye is his like thing now. his eyes like we see Ray's eyes still hanging out of his face out of his fucking face. He, like, but, but, Leslie like, Nielsen <laughs> pushes it back in his head like oh. <laughs> 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 <It's fixed. laughs> But I think that it. moment if they do that, if if Ray like unmasks like kind of calling it quits in a kind of a way almost, maybe you know he can always come back, but becomes Ray the dad now and not Ray yeah. the wrestler and, and passes on the tradition. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, Oh my it. God. If Ray's what new if gimmick Ray is that he's has, a dad. His, <laughs> has a mask on. What if he dad has a mask Mysterio. on? Under the mask. Uh, under and he the takes mask. one mask off and there's still another mask on. Oh, like Sting? Like Sting? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yo, if Ray Mysterio takes a mask off and then he just becomes a fucking dad and then he comes to the ring, he's like, Teaching people how to barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> how to ride a bike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That would be just really funny. Um, but I'll say, speaking of, um, uh, uh, well, God, I don't even know where to go. Let's say this before we get into actual wrestling. Also, it's reported that Renee is leaving. Oh, uh, well, yeah. She put in her notice um at wwe she is not someone who's like under a contract so it was kind of like the shoe could drop whenever and so they're reporting that she gave them notice this week good yeah i, I think it's a smart move for her i think it's time for her yeah. to move on uh i, I think she's she knows so what great. she's doing yeah she's, uh, she has the appeal uh from what i read there uh, espn is interested her like she'll pick yeah, up a yeah. job and i think it's time for her to move on from wwe because 100 percent. she hit her ceiling they clearly didn't want to give her that full-time announced job which is probably where she would have liked to be talking smack they are bringing it back but uh the the what's what was the show called the two the backstage got canceled um and it was talking smack oh uh, um, i mean backstage yeah, yeah. The, the fact that they think that backstage is the answer over talking smack they already had the show that was people want to watch you want to see a show where people break kayfabe over one where people come on and in character is just so, is so much more fun 
I don't know. But I think if I'm Renee, her husband's working for the other company, it's probably time to move on, right? I wonder, yeah. and probably she could work for AEW in a way more limited capacity and way less restrictive contract as well. Like they'll take her in a second, let her work, but also let her do whatever she wants outside of WWE. Mm. Yep. With a way yeah, less, I think she, right? I think she's got something massive on the table because when she came, when she did backstage the first time out, I'm like, she doesn't need to be here anymore. She's so right. talented. She's so like, she like you gravitate towards her when she's hosting whatever show it is. She's so fluid and, and on point. I knew that like when I saw her on backstage, I'm like, wow, this is Fox sports is seeing this. Right. They're going to use her for NASCAR and all their, anything they want. She could be the lead that the head person on it. I, I told my buddy, my buddy works at CBS sports. I said, look, Renee young is like, just put in her two weeks notice. I was like, Tell whoever your higher ups at CBS Sports to get eyes on her because letting her she she demands like a huge contract somewhere if she's gonna right. go. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be wrestling, it can be anything. She has a cookbook coming out this year too. Yep. That's like her big like pet project she's been right. working on. Well, also she was on Total Divas, right? Now that's gotten weird that her husband's the champion of the other company, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't no, know how they even recently. Oh, okay. I haven't watched. I don't know. But they are bringing back talking. Uh, uh, they are bringing back talking smack. So. Uh, well, I think that's good. Char- Charlie's a great, like, Charlie's the perfect transition to that. And Charlie works for ESPN already, too. So I think if Charlie keeps taking the roles that Renee had, I think that's a good transition for him. They're not really going to miss too much there. Right. Okay. So uh, let's talk about SummerSlam, which is this weekend. Um I think let's dive right into the the uh, 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 the major the major feud for the title. Uh, the Randy, I'm just curious, how are you guys feeling about the Randy Drew uh, feud? Are you excited for this match? How you feeling about the build? Where are you guys at? Uh, I think the only thing I would have tweaked thus far. I think it's perfect. I think the only thing I would have changed is I wouldn't, and maybe this is like, I feel like I sound like. JR or something, but I would have not let Drew get any action on Randy yet. Like on Raw, he like was able to kind of like avoid the the first attempt at the RKO and kind of fight back a little bit. Right. I would have just had him eat an RKO and keep Randy just keep that heat going. But I think it's great. It's the, for the first time I'm like excited about like a Randy Orton match. For the first time I'm excited about like one of these post COVID era championship matches it's good man they're really nailing it yeah i think it's good i I would say this i agree with everything you said Mm -hmm. i think that the writing they have for drew was pretty smart especially the sean stuff because oh you saw him come back in nxt so that's in terms of uh the work shoot elements of it sean being a mentor to drew's comeback is very smart my only gripe with this is the sloppiness of what they're doing with Randy in terms of like mm-hmm. calling him the legend killer again, uh, uh, which is fine. But he was also literally just put out a shirt a second ago that was like the greatest wrestler on the planet. And I think it's <laughs> right. like, I think they're buddying up the Randy brand right now. And I don't think the they Brandy? need to tie the Brandy. I don't think they need to call him the legend killer to still have this thing where even though he is the legend killer, I just think you're kind of like rushing it back a little bit because I like, love the storytelling that like, 
it's where it's where WWE is nailing Randy is they're keeping him consistent and they're telling long term storytelling with Randy where he doesn't like people who are over the hill and still trying to do it. It makes him fucking uncomfortable and frankly, it makes him sick and makes him hear voices in his head. Right? Right. So like that's consistent with him. It's like anyone who is a quote unquote junkie for wrestling he loses respect for you instantly. It's like, hang it up, you fucking loser. Right? Right, right. And he can't right. even control it. And so yeah. I guess that's can, Legend Killer. Me. I guess yeah. that's Legend Killer, but I think it was more nuanced than just Legend Killer. And I'm not really sure why. Because I'm not sure why you bring that back. And also, kind of, I know I'm being so nuanced, I just care about wrestling too much. But, like, The Fiend almost has a Legend Killer thing going on also. Yeah. Uh, right? Where it's like, oh, I took out Kurt Angle. I took out... And then even Baron Corbin, he retired Kurt Angle. I just think they're going to that well of it. And I wonder how much they control they have over it. Now, Drew introducing this week the element of, oh, I'm the champion. This all happened under my watch. I wish that was done better throughout this. I wish that we saw him in these weeks, him bring, like, talking about the – responsibility of being the WWE champion and how like part of that is protecting the older talent and the legends contracts guys. And he's not doing that. And like even right. And, and I think they introduced that a little late for me. Yeah. yeah no. Not just that, but also retribution. So he's not only right. look what's happening under Drew's watch. I said this a couple of weeks ago too. I said, you know, Drew, and, and then you also have Seth coming in. So it's like everything is coming towards Drew. You have a legend killer, you have retribution, and you have a false prophet in Seth who thinks he's the one who should be leading. And truthfully, he's not doing a very good job. You know, Drew's not doing a very good job of any of it. You know, everything's crumbling underneath his watch. So, I mean, I don't know what a win over Randy really does for him here. It doesn't, you know, I guess it solidifies him as champ, but yeah. I, I think something big – I. I, he I'm should. He, he, it I, feels I like he should feeling. lose. Randy's just I got killing it. I think. I think Randy's behind all of this stuff, man. You know, I think he's behind retribution. retribution the way he walked. Randy's the thoughts. way he walked out after the after Ali and Cedric and yeah and all the other guys like met up and they and they walked away and like Randy came into like why does Randy care about what those guys are saying? You know, like it's it. I think some like it doesn't make it. Something's happening, and I don't, I don't know where the work is or where it's underlying. I still don't think he really beat up Rick, you know, because the lights going out still doesn't make any sense to me. But I, I thought this week was a little underwhelming the way they went out because I, really those RKOs were trash. I posted it about it in the Facebook group where you could talk about wrestling at four in the morning. You know what's um, but it was like, what's yeah, funny to like, me is Drew Newman, Drew's reactions. Drew's reactions to whenever Randy is like running amok in the ring is exact <laughs> is exactly the same reaction as when you like see your cat like <laughs> knock something off a table. He comes and he's like, "Oh God damn it! What are you doing?" And he's like, he's like <laughs> yeah. "His level you of master. Like, yeah, you son of a bitch! You crazy I son of a bitch!" Um, I actually have I have a kind of a special thing here. Um, I was able to get in contact because like Shawn Michaels, you were about to say. Uh, uh, about the RKOs, I actually, Shawn Michaels reached out to me, uh, oh and I'm, I'm I'm able to kind of patch him in here. He he went after he ate that RKO. 
he he kind of went into hiding here and he's but he's reached out to me with a special uh, wow. uh feed holy shit that i, that I can patch oh, michael's in. coming on the pod exclusive. here and he's not even yeah. he re- kind of respectfully reached out to you here huh. that's awesome that's rare wow. you know what i mean patches right into your feed, feed. Yeah. yeah right yeah yeah well i think he's in a different environment so like oh, wow. uh, i don't know that he has right. the same case just let him know i can't play his music maybe so. Maybe Randy really kicked them in the head pretty hard there. Huh? That's what it seems like. So let me yeah, see if okay. I can get him through. Yeah, Patrick here. through. Patrick through. Sorry about that, guys. We don't have our normal setup. We can only let's see. How's the Wi-Fi in San Antonio? Uh, find out. Yeah, we're gonna find out, I guess. Right? I don't know yeah, if yeah, he's. Yeah. I don't know if he's in San Antonio. I think he might have gone back to where he's from in in, in Arizona. One sec. Oh wow! Wow. Hmm. Let's see. Just, okay. Yeah, well, just bear wow. with us here while we're going to patch in Shaw Michael. Oh, wow. Oh, oh Shaw. Wow. Sean is here. Whoa. Oh, my God. Hey, Sean. what's going on, everybody? Where are you? Wow. Sean Michaels what? is here in the flesh. Uh, where, where are you, Sean? Uh, right now, I am in Chandler, Arizona, the Arizona Motor Speedway. Uh, I, uh, we should have not. It's, yeah. Wow, look, look at look. that. I'm just going to run it down for you. It's raining. Look, there's a lot of different climates in Arizona. You should know that first of all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not just really, really. You not didn't just know? Desert. You know, yeah, it's not you know just Dan, Dan is in Arizona right now. Yeah, I know that. I know that. And, oh, and you frankly, are there's, there's normally a one badass at a time rule, but I think we're going to break that. Oh, so, wow. Like, High praise. Here's the thing. I had to go back home. I had to re-energize. Uh, I, I watched Godzilla King of Monsters over the weekend, and <laughs> and, and, oh. and something that yeah. something that something that Godzilla does is when he gets defeated, he goes back to his home base and he recharges with the nuclear energy. And I had to do that. And I had to go back to my home base and I had to recharge because Randy kicked kicked the crap out of my head, man. And so uh, you know, I'm just here recovering, trying to get my my bearings back, but. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been long. It's been hard, man. It kicked me really hard. So it's just oh it, it, yeah, it, it, so it's hard you knocked your hat real, off right off my head, off. man. And it's I like as that. you know, I'm a natural, I'm a natural bald. That's why I reached out to Alex to to oh, to, to, oh you have some yeah. kind of kinship with the natural bald, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we meet we meet semi regularly at a you know now it's a Zoom. It used to be a convention in oh, Delaware, wow. but uh, now. You know, you know, so I reached out because I just wanted to touch base with the Carrier Universe and let you guys know that I, I'm doing okay. Uh, but I'm here. I'm here in Arizona. I'm at the Motor Speedway just trying to get my bearings back. Yeah, so what do you do? How, do, how does the – why are you specifically at the Motor Speedway? How does that help you kind of rejuvenate, uh, you know? Oh. Well, because – okay, so I'm – like Godzilla, I believe mm-hmm. that I'm part of an ancient race of mm. – of, of titans okay yeah uh you might have you know that phrase gets tossed around in wwe a lot the titans is titan tron it's you mm-hmm. know whatever right whatever have may it be and so i i got the idea from godzilla king of monsters the movie from two years ago yeah and yeah I, yeah, yeah. Yes. I went so i went yeah, you're, back you're, to you're the, the first person to get an idea from that movie but yeah so i went inspired back to, by it to the motor it's an inspiring film all right so in that movie he's a he's a god and people worship him and they find his lair and and so i got the idea to go back to the motor speedway in chandler arizona so i could re-energize myself because i tell you man you get kicked in the head and you start thinking a little bit clearly uh, you start thinking about what's important you start thinking about your family and what's you know what the future holds and i just had to go back here and absorb all the all the energy 
Air the, Sean. the motor speedway. Yeah. Sean, I, I have a couple of important questions for you. One yeah, was hit me. this. So uh, from being kicked in the head like that, did, how did that, yeah. and, and I know you're a deeply developed man. Did that make you feel anything about all the men over the years that you've kicked in the heads? Uh, you know, I'll tell you, it you, did. It, yeah, yeah, it definitely did. The only one, it basically, as you know, I'm a devout Christian. Right, mm-hmm, and I uh, and I got yeah. kicked in the head, and I went immediately to the pearly gates, and God was like, "Hey, what's up, Sean?" And I said, "How's it going, God?" And, <laughs> and and he he said, "Well, look, wow. let me show you, let me show you something about your life." And he showed me all the men that I kicked in the face. Oh, what wow. he brought up like a YouTube? How does he show you that real? He brought up uh, our YouTube. Like he has of, an iPad that he holds, and he showed it's it to you. IPad. Oh yep, it's God. an iPad. It's a it's a twelve point nine inch iPad. It's got the whole thing going. Huh. And he, you know, he he pulled up a, a highlight reel mm-hmm. made by somebody mm-hmm. here on Earth, and uh, he showed me all the men I kicked in the head, and he told me that the only one that that deserved it was Marty Janetti. And I think that uh, you know that kind of that kind of it, it makes you think a little bit different because you yeah. think, oh, I mean, I must have kicked hundreds, if not thousands, of people in the head, and only one of them was the right one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's 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 tough. You de- I definitely had to reconsider about some of my choices mm. once again. I guess you could say I'm born again again. Oh, yeah. So wow. oh wow, that's interesting. So uh, wait, by wow. the way, the uh, the the highlight reel that you were watching on YouTube. What was the background music? What was that set to? It was set to "Headstrong" by Trapped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Strong. That's what I thought. I was trying to check that. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, I read something that I read that Trap's latest record sold 200 copies. All right. Anyway, that's a side note. Yeah. But okay, so Sean, that's me. Oh, that was you. Oh, yeah. So Sean, uh, this is my question. You went right into it, Marty. Yeah. So you're saying that the barbershop window, throwing him through the barbershop window, um, uh, an iconic a moment where I truthfully thought you were a bad guy for that. You're saying that was a Face turn? No? Well, I, I, well, no, I'll tell you this. What it, what it really is is that I just kick people indiscriminately, mm-hmm. and I happen to get one of them right. Yeah. You know what I mean? According to uh, God. Right, according to, okay. to my wow, Lord the and Savior, man. Jesus Christ, God wow. the Father. Right. So, like, it, it's, it's not that there was a face turn. I definitely was being a bad guy in the moment of the context. But, you know, as it turns out, on a cosmic timeline, it was the one that I got right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Okay. And so have you spoken to Marty at all? Uh, did, anything about that murder? Have you confirmed? Did you know anything about that or that he uh, basically like, I mean, a lot of podcasts are solving real crime. So I feel like, why don't we mm-hmm. put our hats in the ring here? Did mm-hmm. Marty kill somebody when he was 13? Uh, did God tell you anything remarks? about that incident? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Marty Jannetty is a prolific murderer. He's killed hundreds of people. He's like the next. Hundreds. He's what? he's a serial killer for sure. So, I mean, that's like, it's <laughs> it's kind of messed up when you think about it. But yeah, God, the way that God put it, when he said, he said, look, look Sean, heartbreak kid, uh, mm-hmm. this man is an evil man. And so I, I just have to kind of go by God's word. But yeah, prolific yeah. is the word I would use to describe his bloodlust. Wow. wow. Yeah. Well, all right, Sean. Anything else you want to let? Uh, that's good to know. Anything else you would like to let us know uh, about how you're feeling or anything? Any projects mm-hmm. to promote or any any appearances? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess just one. I would say that well, we're today, Thursday, the twentieth. So on uh, uh, Sunday, this Sunday, coming up here at the Arizona Murder Speedway, we got a swap meet happening. You don't got to wear a mask because things are pretty lax here in Arizona. <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, we're going to have all kinds of vendors and, and shopping experiences for people. And, uh, you know, I'm, of course, going to be here, but I'm going to be lurking because I, I kind of live here right now. So right. Uh, yeah. you're going to be yeah. there. To be clear, you're going to be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. But the swap meet is on Sunday. Correct. I will okay. be here for the remainder of the weekend, but the well, swap meet is on Sunday. I'd well, you got to re-energize, Sean. you got to re-energize. Yeah, so. All right. Well, Sean, hey, hey, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Of course. It. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. I'll see you on down. All right. Uh, you're going to patch us back over to Newman? I think. Oh, oh Newman's wow. back. Oh, Newman. Hey. Oh, wait. We got some cross feed here. Hang on. One oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of it's kinda oh, patchy. There we go. Okay. Oh, cool. oh, okay. Wow. That was All right. Weird. So we heard from Sean. Yeah. Newman. Um, yeah. Always it. a delight. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty interesting. I'm glad you got Sean for us. So Big here's reveal, the though, here. that Janetti's a serial killer. Prolific. Yeah. Hundreds. Yeah. Blood loss. Uh, so here's what I would say. Uh, so back to just last thing to say on this Randy Drew match. The bottom line with Randy Orton is my stuff is very nuanced. When this match starts and it's Randy and Drew in the fucking Thunderdome, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They're not. I don't have to see that stupid fan going. Two guys, two huge guys, and uh, these are two of the greats. Uh, fucking... I'm going to be ecstatic to watch these two colossal guys fucking go at it. You know? Yeah. Let's put this in perspective. These are huge men. Yeah. It's Absolutely. a lot of beef. It's a lot of That's beef a lot in of that beef. ring. Now, speaking of a lot of beef, let's move on over. We got our answers answered. We got our questions answered. We got our answers answered. That Braun Strowman will be wrestling The Fiend, but mm-hmm. that match at the Swamp mattered. <clears throat> he came back with a shaved head, and they're now – He's a more monstrous version of himself. Uh, so this Fiend lore props to WWE, this long-term storytelling with the Fiend, that you're not the same when you lose to the Fiend, uh, is a real thing. And Strowman came out, had a segment with Alexa Bliss. Well, the Fiend was in the ring with Alexa. Oh, no, Strowman was in the ring with Alexa. And they timed it where he, like, picked up Alexa and he was going to throw her, where meaning, mm-hmm. like, before oh, the swap match – he was very uh, compassionate and affectionate with his Alexa. And now he's willing to just throw her. He's back to his monster among men version of himself, which actually we kind of, I, it, it's, yeah. We kind of said he didn't have enough characters to expand on, but I think they found enough nuance there where it kind of works. And then he threw her, went black. The fiend was in the ring almost as the face to save yeah. Alexa. Right. And then Strowman was on the screen, like the fiend laughing. I was like, that was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, what if What if this is all just still, like, what if that wasn't Strowman? What if it was The Fiend as Strowman? And gotcha. he's, like, he's messing with, I don't even Everyone. know, man. He's fucking with but us. This, yeah. Yeah. But that's what makes it good because I'm, like, when you're, like, when you're able to, with a wrestling storyline of all things, be, like, ooh, what if it's this? What if it's that? Right. Then it's, like, oh, this works. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited for that match because it's like they've, they've done a nice job of being like, I don't know if, if Strowman pins a Fiend, it'll probably kind of work in the context of this. It's like because Fiend made him awesome and Fiend will think it's cool. They're doing a really nice job with the Fiend. I th- I'm excited for this match. I, I think they instantly made Strowman more interesting again. And yes. uh, good. I think it's this good. Is we'll best, see, uh, this is and the Alexa will be involved in the match, right? Which I'm yeah. looking forward to. Yeah. Some kind of way, and, yeah. She has to be. And she's a great actress. So this is a great yeah. spot for her. 
Love I mean, it. the way she slapped Braun in the face, like it was like seven times. She was lacing him in the face. One, two, three, like both hands. Yeah. It was cool. I'm, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, that, that, uh, those entrances at SummerSlam are going to be insanity. Really I, crazy. I can't, I can't wait to see this Thunderdome. I, I, and I have very high well, expectations. And that's why I talked about I know about that it. they, by the way, just a quick thing I didn't say about Thunderdome, yeah. I forgot, I just want to make sure, is they're – they have a limited amount of time to test it from what I'm reading. Like it's like going up and they're going. So yeah. I well, think it's going to get photos, better over time. Yeah. There were photos posted online sure. that showed the inside of the Thunderdome being erected. And it looks really different than obviously the performance center, but the setup looks yeah. really different than even your average kind of arena show. So I think they're going to do some neat things. Um, they set up, someone mentioned that it kind of actually looks, you know, like the SmackDown intro. Are you ready? And then it's like that yeah, weird yeah. thing yeah, that's that over dope. the ring. It's they said it. They said, and if you look at the pictures, you kind of get the same feel. Like that's what it was. Now here's the smart thing: they have retribution, so just in case things start glitching, <laughs> they could just start blaming retribution yeah. for glitches. Oh, that's a great have, call. That's a yeah. great no, call. They have, and honestly, you know what? I'm honestly thinking about it. This could be all just a fucking reason why. Like, hey, listen, we're going on the Thunderdome. Shit might go wrong. What can we do to blame on the glitches and stuff? Oh, why don't we just create a fucking stable that causes problems and chaos yeah. that we can blame yeah. on? It's honestly, well, it's, it's smart. You know, interesting you enough. <laughs> interesting enough. Yeah, that, uh, he, he, that's a great point. Let's get into retribution for a section, second as that kind of pertains to like raw in general and underground and everything. Because raw was like chaos this week. Like yeah. it was a, it did barely felt like a wrestling program. It felt like mm-hmm. a t- TV show, which is what I cry for. I felt like yeah. it was so fucking fun. I was like barely bored by it. Um, I can understand if someone's like, I don't like that as much. But here's what I would say is I just don't think current WWE can compete with AEW in terms of just being like a pure wrestling program, but they can smoke AEW in terms of like a television show. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, so when totally. they, and especially with Thunderdome coming up and Retribution, where they have access to all this like technology stuff and and raw underground like their resources. And right now they're being smart with their resources. They're showing AEW like you guys are gonna look small again compared to us mm-hmm. because of our money, you know. And so well, I think yeah. it's smart and fun. Like I, I was marking out for like. There was some match happening. I forget what it was, but like Seth was just berating the announce team, like Samoa Joe. Oh yeah, Joe. while Mickey, while Mickey James and uh, Natty were Natalia. wrestling in the ring. Yeah, Natalia. yeah. It's like yeah. yeah, this is what Seth's character would do. Seth's like yeah. this extreme narcissist, and like a, uh, a, 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 and also he's like you can tell he's got like some insecurities, and he's like scared shit heel at moments, and mm-hmm. so he would just be like not paying attention to the rules and stuff. So I, I found that very fun. And also, it makes you think, is Seth involved with Retribution? Who fucking know? You know, I don't know. So it's, it, I, I was having fun with it. Now, let's go into Retribution for a second. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any theories about Retribution? And are you enjoying Retribution? Or do you think it's kind of corny? Where are you at? Uh, I think the only – I think the good thing about them is yeah. they did stuff in the beginning of the episode. And then the whole time you're like, all right, it, it's always – are they going to show up on Raw Underground? Are they going to mess up the end thing? Like, I don't know. It's just it, – I don't think it really needs to be anything other than what it is than just 
keep causing chaos at random times to always think that something's going to happen. I hope it really doesn't get in the way of SummerSlam because I really think this card is awesome and I think there's a lot of great things going on. So oh, I it definitely pick, will be involved. In I hope they pick their yeah. spots like in places. Well, Do it I at mean, the right time. The best thing that Retribution has going for them is that we don't know who it is. So mm-hmm. like that's kind of the most exciting part. So if they do reveal the identity or like who this group is, it's kind of like killing the goose that laid the golden egg. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like they might as well just keep it going for a while or right. just blow it up and reveal yeah. it. I don't I know. I kind of like the mystery. Have them invade gorilla and put like Vince in a cage, lock mm-hmm. them up. And then they're controlling the whole fucking show, you know, mm-hmm. and they start switching actually- up the card. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. To Aaron's to Aaron, to your point, I would actually, mm-hmm. Push, I, I would actually challenge that a little bit. I think they're approaching a zone where this happens in like improv, where like if you take too long to reveal what the thing is, by the time you've revealed the thing, it's been built up so much that there's just, it's impossible for it to like yeah. satisfy mm-hmm. you. It's not Unless it's something really exciting. That's why I'm saying they should either reveal it now or just right. make them this band of you know, people who, you know, run roughshod on the show every week. I think yeah. it's a, it can be a good thing and a bad thing. Like David Lynch said that they, when they revealed who killed Laura Palmer on Twin Peaks, they killed the goose that laid the golden egg and they never should have done it. And maybe they would have stuck around longer. So it's yeah. like, it, it depends, but this is WWE we're talking about. So they're probably right. just going to like blow it up. You know well, what yeah, I love about it? And, it's, like, and it's going to be like Dana yeah. Brooke. The thing with retribution is, I think the idea is really cool. I mean, if I had to be nitpicky, the execution of them being kind of like bumbling fuck nuts is like, you know, they're a little like, ah, they're like putties from like, they, like uh, the Power Rangers. Stuff. Little, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like that makes me think it's, it just like feels kind of lame as opposed to like true, like terrorists. You know what I mean? Right. Well, they were like, right. It seems such tra- transition, right? They started off corny and then the last wave of things that have happened seem to be a little bit more serious. I like the aspect that like they come in and they cause chaos and they spend time like WWE spends time regrouping. Like we had limited shots now for, you know, throughout the first, those next two matches, you got a cameraman running in and like stumbling to get the camera back in and working. You got the, the announce crew being shot from a far away angle because they don't have a closer uh, camera, like a ringside camera. So I think whoever's running it, whoever is doing it, whether it's, Vince doing this to kind of like whatever, like do something, or if it's a wrestler or a stable. Yeah. I think the question marks are good. I think SummerSlam is a good time to, if they're pinpointing something to reveal it, you know, like, Hey, this is what we're doing. Like whether it's kidnap Vince and then someone takes a mask off something we need. They can fuck up the main event and then you don't have a Randy and Drew. Neither of them have to lose. Like, they could basically end up just beating the shit out of those and guys. And I'm fine with that. I don't care. And somebody yeah. steals to run off with the title. That'd be cool. Honestly, I, I, think, I think it's cool. I think it's fun. My main issue, my main issue with them though, is that like, I wish that like WWE would just be brave enough to like call it what it is, and because yeah. it's so obvious to me that like, okay, it's yeah. obviously supposed to be. Mm-hmm. like anarchists inspired by somebody's idea of what Antifa is with the whole like, protest. <laughs> hap- it's like, so, yeah. it's so obvious yeah. that that's what it is. Right. I mean, they wear black, they, they're like causing, they're throwing Molotov cocktails. I was literally in the news. Right. And so it's like, it's obvious that that's what it is, but WWE is never going to say that. And they went as far as to deny that that's what the, 
the, the inspiration was, but we can all see it. It's, it's plain as day. And, mm-hmm. and, and if they're not willing to like embrace that and be brave enough to be like, you know what, it is a, it is a, an Antifa group. And, you know, because that would, that would kind of betray WWE's uh, leanings, you know, behind right. the scenes. Um, then it's going to flop regardless because they're just not willing to, to actually go a hundred percent with it. It would have to be some like really unexpected characters I see that under there for it to not be unsatisfying. I think at, when it's revealed, regardless of when they do it. Right. Because when how it's Vanessa Bourne and Dijakovic, no one's going to give a right. fuck. How, um, how is Retribution gaining access to the facilities? Like, how are they being, like, let in? And how are they, like, wandering around? Like, because one of them has a fucking key card. Right. One of them, one of them, is them a, has uh, a key card. Someone's letting them in backstage. Is it possible Retribution is the writing staff? <laughs> like, yes. Like, yes. revolting against Vince? It's, like, it's the writers. It's the top maybe writers. One of them's been working out for four weeks. <laughs> like I don't know. They're a wrestler. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with Retribution. I mean, the name already makes me, you know, McMahon's razor uh, applied. Yeah, I think like the name yes. already makes me think it's going to be cheese. But uh, I, I, you know, and messing with the feed, it's it's kind of like listen. WWE's been going on a long time. This is what AEW, just like with Triple H, being said in that quote. He's like, AEW feels fresh. Like, WB, they've done stuff like this before. DX used to do this. DX used to go into the production van and, like, put, like, suck it signs in the middle of people's matches and stuff. Well, it's, not, it's not a new thing. Uh, you know, now that I'm thinking of it, have they showed up on NXT? No, I don't think so. No, so maybe it's NXT. I feel like Ciampa's a good guy to be involved in this, but it feels a little corny for him, right? Well, I think if – so here's the thing. I, I would l- rather it be like retribution is this chaos thing. And then once it's revealed who it is, retribution is just part of the story. And then it develops into something new, you know, like right, right. if this isn't an NXT invasion and this is triple H's way of bring like breaking down raw and SmackDown to show that they're like, you know, the, the brand, then I'm all in on this story then, you know, like, but, and he's, and he's using certain wrestlers to do the invasion and like lead the, lead the charge. But I don't think it's, I don't know. I don't know. We got to see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Let's go. Let's, let's talk about kind of, oh, well, one thing before we talk about the full SummerSlam card, I just want to point out underground, raw underground, which by the way, I thought the underground segments are pretty fucking cool. I I dig them. I love them this week too. Newman, you like them? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just want to point out. I love, like, like Ziggler, Jordan. They were, like, Ziggler, like, they're, like, you want to do it? He's, like, yeah, yeah. Like, he just jumps it. I, right. I, I dig that. I know what going to say. The Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, right? Yeah. Uh, the the disparity in actual fighting ability yeah. laid yeah. bare. When Shayna Baszler is in, like, full octagon mode and Nia Jax is just, like, I'm drunk on South Beach like yeah. mode, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and but it, yeah. it, it, it kind of yeah. highlighted the, the beauty of Raw, where it's like, oh, like again, like Shayna Baszler, one of my guys, like she's mm-hmm. so clearly a dangerous person in real life for because of her ability, and it's just when she even just gets into that like I'm ready to fight mode, uh, it's yeah. just like right. Yeah, but yeah, interesting choice where I I wouldn't have had Naya leave. 
because that works in a WWE ring. Fine, leave. Right. This right. is Raw Underground. You just you want you left. There's only one it rule. Is, that's it. You can't leave. And that's to right. me not a show of like that's like Nia Jax making a misstep. I don't know if it was her choice or whatever, but like right. it makes her look so weak in not like a heel way. But like a, this is a fight club. You can't just walk away. But uh, but no, I think it's. I have no. I love it. I wanted to keep well, going. And it's perfectly too because it's Nia shows up when she's supposed to be suspended. It's actually nice storytelling. Right. When she's supposed to be suspended, so she can't wrestle her. Right. So let's take this shit to Raw Underground. And Shane is in there, and 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 it and it it just it. I mean, you, you now if you didn't like Shayna Baszler before, you're like I don't really get it. In the course of three weeks, Shayna Baszler has immediately elevated herself to the top of the women's division. Like right. now, she's she said, "I got next on the next Raw. Whoever's the Raw Women's Champion, she sided with Oscar just to beat the shit out of Bailey and, and Sasha. She's going to Raw Underground. She's got a crew. She's a badass. She puts that mouth guard in. That means it's time to you know square up and, and throw some bombs. She'll fight dudes. She'll fight the big biggest baddest women. Like it's." It's just so perfect of what Raw Underground can do for wrestlers now. Even Ziggler, like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. You know, he held his own with, with one of the Viking Raiders, but he's still willing to fucking jab a fucking thumb in your eye. So now you got to know that, all right, you got to take Ziggler seriously and watch out for shit. It's just like, oh, man, yeah, like you said, chef's kiss. It's, it's a nice it's spot for tool. Ziggler. It's a nice spot for a lot of guys. Uh, by the way, Raw Underground now featuring Cash. Like we all yes. wanted. They're throwing around Cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's listening. Yeah, Let's go no through doubt. the SummerSlam card and the TakeOver 30 cool. card. And uh, Tula, should we lock in the predictions for the shirt? Yeah, the I'll, shirt? Uh, i got a handy-dandy notebook here, so I'll, uh, I'll take everybody's okay. so. reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. go through it. Uh, yeah, so Street Profits versus Garza and Andrade for the titles. What do you think happens there? Mm. I'll go first for this one. Uh, and you could also say if you're excited for the match, not we, predictions, you know, any thoughts you have on this stuff too. We can layer in some commentary as well. But I would say, I think Adrade and Garza win this. Uh, mm. And I think they go on a nice long run with, uh, uh, with the titles is where I'm at. And I, I'm, not yeah. that, I'm not that excited for this match, uh, which is no knock on these talents. They're all great. I don't care about tag titles in WWE. They've not, they've not successfully made me care about them. Right. I think they're doing a pretty decent job of it now. Uh, I think this rivalry has a good storyline. I like the poisoning thing because it's so random. Um, I, I think it also allows Zelina now and Bianca are getting the spotlight out of it too. Um, Montez Ford, Dawkins, it gave Dawkins two weeks to show that he can uh, you know, get on the mic and be, on, be his own guy. I, I'm going with Street Profits here. I think they're just too dynamic and too – too good to, to pass up on. And I think it will get a little. Lock it in. You locked in? Yeah, I'm locked in. I'm going to go Street Profits. I'm locked in. All right. I'm going to, I actually think it's going to be, it's going to be Garza and Andrade. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to, I mean, this is not in any order, but let's just follow this order anyway. So Drew versus Randy. For the title, we've talked a lot about the match, but really, gun to the head. What do you What do you think, people? Randy, gun to the head. <laughs> I'm like, also going a Randy. Gun to my temple. No, not actually gun to head. This is how you want to bet for this. So this is not gun to the head. Well, I'm gonna That'll bet be- Drew. I'm gonna go Drew. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess are we going win or who walks out champ? We're going for the straight W, right? Yeah, nice. win. Whoever Randy uh, could win by DQ, right? You know what I mean? Technically, yeah. As long as it's a win, it's a win. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say that Drew wins. I think Drew right. wins. Split down the middle again. I like this. But I, I'd be happy if Randy won. But I, I just think I think they're going to keep going with Drew for a little bit. Okay. Just because they let him beat Brock, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. logic there. It's because they let him beat Brock, so I think they got to, like, take that into account for long term. Uh, mm. But I don't think Randy will look weak, you know? Yeah. Did everyone lock it in? I'm you lock it in. in. All right, cool, good. Apollo Cruz versus MVP for the United States. Can, can I just say something? This has been yeah. a, another great rivalry. Like great storytelling, really well done. I mean, the new championship getting it like it, like all just A to Z. MVP is fucking killing it. I mean, wow, the guy just doesn't skip a beat on the mic. Uh, MVP is great on the mic. I say I don't particularly care about this just because Apollo Cruz is just doesn't convince me of anything. He does truly nothing for me um, as a character, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I think Apollo Cruz retains is what I'll go. Okay. Sam. Yeah, Sam. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. Say, I think MVP wins. Yeah, All right. I don't MVP. think I, uh, Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin are banned from ringside. By the way, if that yeah. affects your decision. Okay. No, I think it's going to be MVP. McMahon's razor. Well, I think they're doing that. <laughs> I would say Bobby and MVP, uh, Bobby and what, what's his name are banned. I would say then that yeah. means that Cedric, Cedric will probably cost Apollo the title and have MVP win. So I'm going to go MVP as well. All right. I'll go last on this. Is everyone locked in? We yeah, locked in. Locked in. I'm on yeah, Apo- she said I'm Apollo. Apollo. Oh, yeah, you said Apollo right after me. All right. So uh, number four, uh, Dominic Mysterio versus Seth. <laughs> Rollins. Uh, by the way, a couple things. They're crediting Dominic Mysterio as saying he has Rey Mysterio at ringside, and Seth Rollins will will be with Murphy, and it is mm-hmm. a street fight. So that's just I want to give you all the information. I'll go last. I'll go last for this. I'm just gonna go Seth Rollins. I just yeah. Dominic Mysterio Stick is like a wet a wet noodle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Dominic. Unless it's an, it. With an option on Schmaz from It's Papa hard to Schmaz because it's too low. I mean, because it's, it's too it's low. It's too low. Because <laughs> it's too low, which is a new nickname for a street, street fight. Because uh, <laughs> it's too low. Uh, but no, it, because technically, it's, it's Seth, so it is too low. So, But, you know, there's always the chance of, like, Ray knocking Seth out and yeah, then, like deb- and then throws Dominic him. on top of him, you know? Yeah, but I'm sticking with Big Seth. Yeah. I'm going Dominic. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll go Seth. I'll stick with Seth. So just I don't even want yeah. a Schmaz win for Dominic. I don't want that. The best thing is to make Dominic like they did on Monday. That was a win. Or last Monday. Make him look like he's got the chops. Like make him look tough. Mm. Like a, like he's ready to – he's taking this shit seriously. That's all you need out of little Dominic Mysterio, which I can't. I still can't believe that's – they just threw Mysterio Dominic as his last Mysterio. name. Dominic Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, one of two women's matches for the WWE Championship. Mm. Sasha Banks with Bailey versus Asuka for the Raw Championship. So the Bailey versus Asuka match is first, just to let you know. Like uh, that th- does anything for you. 
So Does it Bailey matter? They said, they said well, Bailey goes first. Yeah. So Bailey's like, I'll do, I'll go first. You know, like, you know, it was yeah. like a, a nice little sequence between uh, uh, Bailey and Sasha there. They're typical. And also keep in mind that historically Sasha Banks is a really poor retain record yeah, yeah. for, for titles. That's for that fact. Yeah. Okay. So which one are we talking about first? Bailey versus. Let's do Bailey versus uh, Asuka. Yeah. Um, I went let, uh, I, I'll go Bailey Asuka. I think that, uh, Bailey wins. This is for the SmackDown championship. Mm-hmm. SmackDown woman championship. Yeah. Um, Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, wow. I'm pick Bailey for this one. Hmm. All right. I'm going to go Asuka. And my theory is that, uh, I think after Asuka wins that, Sasha's going to be like, yeah. all right, well, I want to challenge you for both of the titles right, now. That, I knew you had a theory on this. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that. Um, I think yeah. that's possible, but I'm going uh, stick with you. Speaking of that, on Saturday, I think they're uh, airing on either the network, uh, like a Bailey versus Sasha takeover special. That's supposed to be really good. So Yeah, so, I'm going to skip that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll be skipping that. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to choose my next one so I can go take a quick uh, white claw pee break. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to choose Sasha to retain. Um, I think wow. that Oscar is going to be a non-winning anything. I think Oscar's she was just the champion, and I think they're not going to give her anything. And then I'm going to take a quick pee break. Coming at you, grab a weed. All right, Dan's taking a pee break on that. I'm going to pick Oscar for the Raw Women's Title. So she's gonna lose to Bailey, beat Sasha, and then Sasha and Bailey are gonna be like, "I think that's Sasha's also, gonna be sad." I think that's actually, that's a that's a good prediction too. What was it? No, uh, who was it for Sasha? Sasha or Asuka? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Asuka. Asuka, nice. Well, I think well they kind of foreshadow that uh, Shayna versus Asuka, you know. So, but I think, uh, like I said, I'm going to actually go Sasha here because I think that's how they're going to start the the feud between Bailey and uh, uh, Sasha. What? So they're both going to have the title and then. I think think what's going to happen is is Sasha. I think Sasha having both titles like at the end and then Bailey being like, all right, like. Give me my title oh, back. Because you, you, be like, nah. you picked Asuka to win against Bailey. Right. So I'm Sasha's thinking something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way they do it, like Sasha's going to get greedy and want both titles or something. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, that's, that's I just think, I just think they're so, I, I, I agree. That's a cool way to do it. Cause it's like getting to that feud. That's what we're bubbling to see. But I also think this is kind of a red herring. You're going to make you think this is how they do it. And they'll ride this out a little longer. Um, uh, well, it's, Cause yeah. it's a weird time of year. Just to go into the that Sasha Bailey feud, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so, true. I would let them ride out the gold for a while while they're uh, hitting their stride, but that's what I say. All right, moving on. Strowman versus uh, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. This is just bold as a singles match for the WWE hmm. Universal Championship. Hmm. I think Strowman. Nice. Yeah. Much like the way that Seth beat The Fiend. Um, like we're hitting him in the head with the hammer, right? Like he's going to have to go yeah. to some even darker place. But like we've talked about before, the the fiend can eat a pin. Like in the ring, it doesn't matter. It's right. it's it's these swap. It's these alternate dimension matches where he's he's the real threat. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm also going to go Strowman. I think they're going to go for a fiend. I think they're going for a feast fiend face turn here. Uh, I think like using Alexa as like a Beauty and the Beast kind of thing uh, mm-hmm. or something. I think that I think they're going to go somewhere there, and I think Fiend. I, I think they're going to keep it with Strowman. Yeah. Same. 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 You think Strowman? All right, I'm going to go. And, and I think they're, they're not going to make the mistake of giving the title of the Fiend again. Right, unless they right. are committed to having him ride it out, you know? Yeah, that's a right. good point. I'm going to go Fiend. I just think, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in this match, but I, I, I think Alexa's coming into play in yeah. some kind of way. Well, For we sure. have one more match built, but also I guess there might be AJ versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, uh, yeah, AJ, they're, they're having that on SmackDown. For the title, the IC yeah. title. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, a Jeff Hardy versus AJ. So for some reason, gets me very excited. Uh, you know? They should start that. They should start the Thunderdome off with Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles. Yeah. It would be fucking crazy. Everybody enjoy watch AJ wrestle. Just enjoy <laughs> him. You know. While yeah, we yeah, have yeah. Him. Um, all right, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville at a hair versus hair match. I guess this comes down to. Who do you think is willing to shave their head? Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I mean, the ultimate swerve would would be Mandy, Mandy. getting a shaved head, you know. But yeah. I think it's. I think this is all happening because Sonya's like, I want to shave my head, so why don't we just? Yeah. Why don't we just? Why don't we just do this match? And it, honestly, I'm pumped for it. I think it's gonna be amazing. Newman, I, as a natch bald, will you accept Sonya Deville into the League of Balds? No, no, no. She's not even bald. recognized. No, she would have to be. She would have to shave her head, like with like a bic. Like she'd have to be bald. Like crew cuts no. do not make no, the cut. She's just a crew cut. That's just a crew yeah. cut. She's going crew cut. Right. I'm gonna stick with Sonya Deville though, yeah. even though you I think Sonya's gonna win. No, I, I think, think Sonya's the one who gets so her head shaved. So Mandy's shape. gonna win. So, so Mandy's, Mandy's gonna win. Right. Everybody yeah. across the board on Mandy's. Or anybody want to yeah. fucking go crazy? I think Sonya's gonna win. And she's gonna refuse to cut Mandy's hair, and it's gonna be oh. a rejoining of the of the two of them. That's beautiful, Newman. I love that. Someone said, I think in the group, like, like <laughs> Otis is gonna come running down, and then like it, like sacrifice Shave my his head. head. Instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, the Otis cashing is gonna be the yeah. most random shit you've ever seen. In oh, your that life. might actually that might actually happen. Who's is he gonna? Cash he might him? like. Do a fiend? Like the fiend, the fiend might win, and he might try and cash in on the fiend or something. We might, we might get a cash in this weekend. Never even thought about that. Or Otis cashes in on like Randy. Imagine the best <laughs> thing they could do like- is Randy, Drew, and Otis join in the middle of the match. Is the funniest thing they could do. Oh like my Otis, god! And Otis like, 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 like doing what Seth did. It's oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Rollins style <laughs> cash in. I love and, that. You just get this ass beat. It's the stupidest cash in of all time. <laughs> You know, oh, marked by, are they really a couple, Mandy and Otis? No, I'm, no. Getting, I'm worked by this. No, I don't. Think I don't think so. so. I think she is. It would be cute if they were. Oh, uh, maybe. It's just because it started as like one thing online, like him, like literally commenting on her like Instagram. Yeah, and it was like yeah. not part of like any storyline, and then mm. it like it became a thing. So I'm like, it is it is it real? I don't, so. I don't know. Uh, I know. We're gonna have to have Erin uh, uh, do a report for us. On, I can uh, do a special it, report, but uh, my gut tells me that no, because I no. don't know. Because um, Mandy would be staying at Otis's house, not Sonia's, on on the weekends. 
<laughs> Let's quickly run through the takeover thirty card, just because we're not doing that bonus episode this week, uh, mm-hmm. because that's good. We're going to do that later, but um, we don't need to do full predictions for this in, okay. in that. But let's just talk about it quick, and you guys just—I'll just read it down, and you guys tell me any thoughts you have about it. Um, so we have for the NXT North American title match. Uh, by the way, I think Johnny Gargano is okay, right? He got oh yeah, he's okay, but. Head. That I watched that clip over, and I can't figure out who fucked up. But it seems like both of them, like, yeah. like if he, they're going uh, for like a scoop, like a like a whatever, like a scoop. Uh, what Randy, Randy does that move or whatever, like a snap yeah. scoop slap. So he, it, like both of them, like Gargano, kind of just like jumps straight up and doesn't like do like a flip, and then this, and then but then that guy kind of like sandbags and then just kind of like drop. So I think False. they both, it was just like a miscommunication or something. Well, they, like, they did the move like a little bit after he actually, right. he actually completed it and it just goes into a regular slam. That guy never rotated. He like caught him and I think just didn't get Yeah, but watch it. it again. Watch it yeah. again. Gargano doesn't. Regardless. Because you would think, <laughs> right, the move is probably like, basically it's two components, right? It's like, Gargano is like, I'm going to run forward and basically do a front flip and you're going to just kind of like catch me and cradle me over. Yeah. So Gargano just kind of jumps straight up in the air. He doesn't like move forward at all. By the way, I'll say Randy that does that move a lot. Uh, It's a big Orton move. The like Cody does it too. Yeah, it's a big Orton move, and it makes Power me slam. nervous every fucking time. Yeah. No, it's it's like it's, it's, a, it's a cut. running scoop slam, right? A uh, running side. Uh, what do you call it? Shit, Power we slam. just said it. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, no, no running, slam. running power slam is what that's Strowman's finisher is what a running power slam is. That's when right. you have them on your shoulder and then you throw them. It's a running scoop slam, but it's. I think it would be called a running scoop slam anyway. Uh, but yeah, that move when Randy does it, the guys. Heads are so, but Randy's just so fucking yeah. good. Their heads are so close to the ground. I get so nervous by that. So I'm not surprised. But it felt like Gargano was running a little slow. Normally, when Randy does that move, you have to go. It's like a, it's a momentum job. You know what I mean? Right. So you both got yeah. But anyway, whatever. I'm glad he's okay. But this match is Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes versus Gargano versus Dream ladder match for the NXT Championship. Um, by the way, Velty and Dream is fully back on. Triple H said they looked into it. There was nothing. And then a dude who was 17 years old posted his DMs with him, um, which he basically tells him, you'd be a great porn star. And, I mean, whatever, get into it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, very interesting thing. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. Anyway, but Dream's back, basically, is what I'm saying. Um so this title, yeah. So that's a ladder match. We think, I think they give that to Damian Priest. Yeah, uh, I think they've been pulling the. I think they've been pulling this. Damian Priest has been losing well for a long time. Gimmick. <laughs> 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 he's like a killer. He's he loses in a way that's very impressive. That they yeah, got he's really good at losing. I love Damian Priest though. Um, but then we have Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. That'd be cool, the match. I can't wait for that. I'm actually really uh, – so wait, is NXT TakeOver 30 not in the Thunderdome? I think it is. Because I don't know. I feel like it's not being billed as in the Thunderdome, but I hope it is. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, if no, it is – No, 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 like, no, 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 no. It says here it's in full sale. Oh, NXT is in full sale. It says right here. Monday at Raw will be in the Thunderdome, and NXT will keep being at full sale. Yeah, yeah, which is which is awesome. 
Um, uh, I'm really excited. Raws and SmackDowns from now on and Payback right now is being billed to be in the Amway Center. Dakota Um, Kai is awesome. Yeah, WWE's Amway Center residency will continue for the uh, foreseeable future with Raw and SmackDown and pay-per-view programming. We'll be there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm into Dakota Kai. I thought she had a strong week again this week. That's like three, four in a row now. Gonzalez came back. Who, man, she is a star in the making. She's huge. She's gonna kill people in in WWE. I'm I'm pumped for that. And Io is obviously she's one of my guys. So, um, this card is actually pretty fun. Adam Cole yeah. versus Pat McAfee. I don't personally care about that much about it, but I'll be interested to watch it. McAfee. You, what is it? McAfee. 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 I um, always get it wrong, and I always think cool, I said it right. Dan, you didn't watch NXT this week? I did not, no. Oh, yeah. They had a, a – Pat, like, got a ton of mic time and had a cool sequence on NXT that's He's pretty worth charismatic. He's yeah. He's charismatic. He's, good. He's got a lot of – I see why people are fans of him. I, I'm not knocking him. I just don't uh, – I, I don't listen to his stuff. You have to listen to his stuff to really care that he would be you like his – yeah, you'll like his his promo that he cut this week. It was it was cool. It was it like out. he, he kind of lays it all so out. I missed it. Okay. Uh, but then yeah, so Keith Lee versus Carrie Cross. I this match, I'll be honest, Bro. very pumped to watch. Very yeah. excited well, to watch this. Watch the promo package that they they cut. They used Metallica, right? Uh, Newman. Uh, yeah. Was, so it, Kai it was Kai Harrell and yeah, but so Kai Harrell in the Facebook group pointed out. I saw that. I I could not agree more. Um, Frantic by Metallica is one of the worst Metallica songs ever recorded on one of the worst, on the worst Metallica album ever. What, Anger. No, that is a good album. The uh, bad album is, like is St. Anger. Uh, it's therapy era Metallica. It's Trash. And, uh, and he, it is the perfect, perfect song for Carrying <laughs> Cross. Like, because he's the embodiment of that, like, that shitty 2003 era Metallica. <laughs> it, it's just, it's perfect. It's the perfect choice. Yeah, uh, I thought the production. No, I, of thought that, I thought that was a really funny dig, even though I didn't know the Metallica song. I think it's funny that Metallica has this era where you know if people like, if people are like, yeah, that Metallica, you know it's an insult. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that like yeah. post Napster lawsuit Metallica? That is, yeah. That's more like yeah, Load and right Reload Metallica, right? Right around there. No, no. So that was a, Load and Reload came out in 95 and 97. And then St. Anger came out in 2003. Yeah, so, so it's, it's full throw. It's, and, but, but, but more key to the kind of component of Metallica is it was, um, they had, I think James had entered rehab for the first time and he was very much like glasses, like, you know, eyeglasses, mm-hmm. James talking about his feelings and like <laughs> Lars and like, and uh, Lars was being an asshole and, and Kirk Hammett was like just fully still in the bag and would, had not gone to rehab and they were butting mm-hmm. heads. Jason left the band. They were trying to find a new basis. They were seeing a therapist. It was just like a bad, it yeah. wasn't good for like thrash metal. They were becoming like old men. And so like they, the, the album is sloppy. The production is garbage. The songs are too long. And it's just like a half-assed effort on Metallica's part. Uh, and you go back and you listen, and I've tried. I've tried to go back <laughs> and listen to it and give it a shot. And it's just... Uh, it's bad. It's just bad shit. It's bad shit. So like, Oh, you didn't know. Like the fact that like they used one of those songs is 
It's, flabbergasting to me. Yeah. It was great. Uh, <laughs> it worked really well for, yeah. for the package. Well, I'm just interested to see Karrion Cross. I, I, I'm, hard, I'm having a hard time seeing my path to fandom with this guy. Um, yeah. I find him to be co- pretty lame, to be honest. Uh, yeah. and the promo package definitely helps. All right, I'll check it out. But uh, I'm a big fan of Scarlet. And, but I, I think uh, I've said this before, man. There's tons of wrestlers who I thought were jabronis who end up being rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm excited to see that match because I'm just curious to see. I think they're going to let Me too. him beat Keith clean is what I think. I think so, too. Uh, anyway, uh, then there's this tag match. Brazongo versus Legato. Oh, Delta number one contenders match, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. But Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. I'm pretty excited to watch that. I, I like – Timothy Thatcher is an exciting wrestler. I, I enjoy watching his matches. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think uh, I think that's big, too. I, I, I have to assume that they're going to get Mercedes – Martinez and Rhea Ripley on that show somehow too. So if that's the case, that card's stacked and it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and then that's the, that's the card. So we're going into SummerSlam and we got our bets locked in. Uh, we should post on the Facebook group who you agree with, right? So like who's, mm-hmm. who's, yeah. who's most yeah. you agree with. I, I think that's I'll make fun. a, I'll make a thing and I'll, I'll post a poll. Who do you think's going to win? And this is for a, a, a floating piece of merch right now, right? Well, this is the official now. We never did – so we were squared. We, we yeah. really should buy each other the merch that we said we were going to do. But if you guys Couldn't are you in – just buy yourself the shirt? Everyone has to agree to buy a piece of merch for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, wash, let's wash the other stuff. This is official. The winner gets a, uh, a piece of merch from the, the other three losers. I'll tell okay? you what my piece of merch that I want is right now. Okay. And I'll be honest. It's on the expensive expensive Side. That's a word, right? Uh-huh. Expensive. More expensive. I want that Randy sure. Orton hoodie. I think it's like fifty bucks. With the, the one that's the greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, <laughs> it's a zip up hoodie and it has, a, it has Listen, a snake. If, if you get every prediction correct, if you Fine. not only win but you sweep yes. the card, then you Fine. qualify for a long sleeve sweat item of your choice. That's well, great. I was saying, I was, I was agreeing that I would say. You guys could go up to an item. I mean, there's four. Of, I guess there'll be three of us splitting it. <laughs> yeah, three of us splitting the, for the winner. But the if you pick every single thing right, which I don't think anybody okay. has the same right. ones. But if you pick every single one right, you get to upgrade right. your merch. <laughs> okay, you get to upgrade. From a, you go from a t-shirt to a, a sweat. Whatever. I got Fifty dollars, whatever. You know. All right, everybody. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoy the Thunderdome SummerSlam. I gotta say this one thing overall, which is like. I believe that wrestling is back. I, yes. I I think that if you're like still not watching wrestling, that's just your own fucking thing right now. Uh, we've lived in this Corona for a while now. And I think especially with this Thunderdome coming out, I mm-hmm. think that signifies like, if you're actually a wrestling fan, you should probably be interested in watching it. I would be shocked if you had no interest in what's going on. Wrestling's pretty cool right now. It's pretty interesting. Not all of it's amazing and blah, 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 but the fact that not every show is going to be in that performance center and Dynamite's yeah. kicking ass, right? I don't know. I'm excited to watch it now. So it's exactly what would need to happen, yeah. Right. Enjoy your SummerSlam. Enjoy your takeovers. Enjoy your Saturday Night Dynamite. Uh, everybody remember to hit the Patreon, patreon.com slash means of wrestling. Throw us a couple bucks. Uh, it helps. Um and we'll be back. In, we'll be back with better audio quality next week. Check out the Cal Movie Club. We're watching a movie. What movie we're we watching? Eric? We're watching a movie called Changeland on Hulu with Randy Orton, King of the Core. 
yeah, check that out. Check out me and uh, Tulo will drop a bonus episode likely Monday morning that we'll talk about this weekend in wrestling. And um, everybody, uh, hold up your cans real quick so I can snap mm. a pic for the episode. Hold on. Oh shit! Double fisting. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay, <laughs> and also if you want to check out the Dan Black Attack podcast mm. uh, featuring mm-hmm. the regular guy news. Uh, if you're a news junkie or you follow this election, I think we're having a good time over there. That'll be coming back next week as well. Uh, Aaron's been on giving us some amazing special correspondent work, uh-huh. including the most golfing is president yeah, um, and some good Kamala work. Harris work. Mm-hmm. So uh, check that out. The least pretentious name in news. And everybody, I think we're done. So I would like to tell you to from Sedona, from the vortex, uh, keep watching wrestling. Namaste. Kisses. Wednesday. When I go to work. <laughs> this has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.